Hi everybody, I am Peter Travers and this is Popcorn where we tell you what's happening at the movies and to me there's no movie out now except for Black Panther. So <laughs> skip everything else and just get to this. And my guest today, Letitia Wright, it steals every scene she's in in this movie. She is the princess of Wakanda. She comes into this movie smarter than anybody, tougher, funnier. She's just a pleasure to watch every second. You're going to see Letitia soon in Steven Spielberg's Ready Player One, but Black Panther, this is the one that makes you a player. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is the one. Yeah, man, thank you so much for just your kind words. That's very kind of you. It isn't even kindness. It's just the truth. Let's oh, just wow. be truth tellers wow. here about what thank this you, is. Sir. You know? Thank you, So your character, sure, he kind of gives hell. <laughs> to her brother. Yeah, she does. Big brother. It's yes. always like, did you freeze again? Yeah. You know? What's, even though he's this heroic character, yeah. she just constantly slapping him around yeah. verbally with what this is. That had to be fun. That was fun. Um, myself and Chadwick, when I first met him, I knew that, you know, I, 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 I fell in love with my brother. You know, <laughs> I, I knew that his soul and mind connected um, in that sense where we had each other's back. Um, so th those scenes on set were so much fun. Even when the when the the cameras were off, I would still be practicing how I'm gonna pick on him. And he was like, "Why didn't you do that for the take? Like that would have been even more funny." And like, they we just kept rolling on every day, having fun. So um, it's just a natural connection that you guys can see. It wasn't forced, but you know. I don't pick on him as much as Shuri picks on him. I, I, I lay it. The character. I'm going to keep it for a, for another. No, no. I'm looking at you. We just <laughs> met, but I have a hunch there is a lot of Shuri in you. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, I guess. But before I get on to discuss more of this movie, yeah. tell in your words, I want to hear who Shuri yeah. is. Not what I'm saying. Not what critics write. Yeah. But what? Who is she? Um, Shuri for me. She's just an she's just she's just an everyday girl. Yes, she's a princess. Yes, she's a part of royalty. But she's just someone who's very passionate about her country. She's passionate about um technology and science. Like, you know, she's found something that she's she's in love with and she wants to use her mind as a weapon. She comes from like a a a generation a a, a generational um line of blessings and warriors. So Physic, her phys the, the the physicality, you know, of it all. Um, she leaves that to her brother mostly, you know. Um, but she's still like figuring out how to be a warrior within herself in terms of like the physical aspect of it. But her way of fighting back is with her mind. You know, she's she's able to create things and create um, technology and 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 gadgets that can that can protect her family and her nation and she's i think that's amazing she's a little like you in the james bond movies too isn't yeah she? so she's, she's coming up with all so that she's stuff. she's t'challa's q yeah. you know and and what what better thing to have than your little sister who's got your back loves you still picks on you but has amazing gadgets to show you the responsibility of playing her is yeah. something too yeah because it's been written about by a lot of people including me mm -hmm. that uh, if you're a young black child growing up anywhere in the world, you don't see yourself reflected in the mm. Marvel universe. Mm. It doesn't happen. Yeah, it doesn't happen as often as it, yeah. as it should. It hardly, it ha hardly ha happens. <laughs> yeah, it just doesn't. Yeah. And so in a way, you're a role model for wow. these kids. Is that, is that intimidating? Um, it's, hard. it's hard to um, just accept the, the, the label, the, the, 
you know the the role model label it's really hard because i'm not i'm not a perfect human being you know like oh you know, then get off this show oh Come man <laughs> you're not I mean, perfect i mean meaning that you know like god is working on me every day and like if i make mistakes i don't want anyone to say hey you're a role model like you're not allowed to make mistakes you know i still want to be able to um to learn on my learn my way through life as well what i would love instead of being a role model is to be someone of inspiration because mm-hmm. then it's like the positive things that I've been able to do such as play Shuri can inspire you so if I can be an, of inspiration to anyone you know to go after their goals and their dreams then I feel like I, I'm, I'll be satisfied with that. Now you're from uh, from Guyana yes. right originally yes so what is that? What is growing up there different mm. than it would be for anybody anywhere else? What makes that specific place something that could help form you? It's different because um, in South America and in, in, in Guyana, it's you you. It's just the the life the the lifestyle is very different. Um, people would usually be outside on their verandas. Um, neighbors will actually know who their neighbors are. You know, they'll know. Um, we'll go over. You can borrow. People know each other. People know each other. You What's know, when that about? when when you run out of salt and sugar, you or go popcorn. or popcorn. Mm-hmm. You go next door and you ask, and and just that for me, growing up, allowed me to be um, just receptive of different people and 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 communicate. Like my communication skills, like you know, at a young age, you know, I'm I'm gathering into the yard with my friends and we're running around, you know, getting on our on our knees and just having fun and just really just living life and being free so I feel like when you in the west it's it's a bit different because everybody's all caged in closed up oh yeah we don't talk to each other yeah in Guyana you walk down the road I remember when you walk down the road you say hello to everybody you say good morning neighbor Mm -hmm. good morning good morning like even the bus drivers, like people that drive the cars, they would beep. If they see another car driving, they would beep to just say hello. It's like in the Car- like Guyana's considered um, a Caribbean country. It's not geographically, it's not in the Caribbean, but the culture is very similar. So I went to St. Lucia and they do the same thing. Um, they beep when they're passing each other just, just to, to say hi. The so it, it just opens you up. It opens you up and, and, um, and it allowed me to just love connecting with people so i love like going to the cinemas going to dinner like i love um spending time with people that's what i love the most but you had i guess some anonymity to be able to do that you know Mm. now with black panther followed by ready player one yeah (laughs) it might not be so easy Ah, Ready Player One. I don't have a huge role in that. Doesn't matter. They're all waiting for you because I want to see. I love you. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. (laughs) You're working with Steven Spielberg. That in itself was amazing. You know, that in itself was. It had to be. Did you Did you push him around a little? No, I couldn't. Oh come on! No, I didn't know. He's Steven Spielberg. I know. I was I was in awe of how how humble he was. He came up. He introduced himself to me and the rest of the cast members who were there. So he said, I'm Steven Spielberg. Yeah, hi, my name is Steven. (laughs) And I was like, wow, that is the most humble thing I I can see in someone who's considered a legend, you know? So he earned like 10 hundred cool points. I I mean, I would be like, you know, because it's a little intimidating. Are you playing another sort of tech, smart 
genius. We're playing a bunch of rebels, so we're all coming together to to rebel against, you know, what what's fighting against us. So um, I'm excited for everybody to see like the performances from Olivia Cookie and and everybody else, like um, everybody just coming together to just do it. You know, it's amazing. But this is going to be a big change in yeah. your life now, Black yeah. Panther, and this it's going to change everything from you growing up. Yeah. In this place. Although you did move, right? To London? Yes. So yeah. from there's Guyana. Big city. There's yes. So I moved from Guyana to London and I grew up there. So yeah, I'm now a Londoner. I like the way you said that. Yeah. A Londoner. Yes. yes. Here it is. What, what, was, what did you sound like when you were growing up in uh, Guyana as uh, opposed to. Well, I, I, I haven't. My accent is still accessible when my mother is in the room. <laughs> And because um, you know, when your your family, oh, yeah. the core of your family, they never lose Lucy. their accent. It, the the core of who they are still remains. So when my mom's shouting at me, um, I'm like, "Mommy!" And it's like, "What?" Like just one mo- more moment, I say, "Mother," and the next minute, I'm saying, "Mommy," which is like I'm mixing and intertwining <laughs> with my with my accent. And um, but yeah, like when I came as a as a young child, um, just growing up and, and trying to adapt to the British way of living, um, kids would be like, why do, you act, why do you sound like that? So I'd go home and look in the mirror and try to mimic what I've heard all day from primary school mm-hmm. and be like, like changing it up, you know? And then eventually it just became, I just blended in to <laughs> It's yeah, great, that's what happened. training yeah. to be an actor, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So that's, that, that started, you could see that and the acting trait was, was, was following me throughout my lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, how old were you when you said, this is what I want to do? Uh, 15. 15? Yeah. I thought you were going to say 15 months or something. No. I had to do this. No, 15. Um, I did school plays when I was 12, mm. 13. But 15 is the, the moment when I knew wanted to do it I spent the summers in indoors I didn't have any friends at the time that would like spend spend the summer holidays with me so I stayed indoors and um watched um watched uh movies upon movies and I stumbled upon Aquila and the Bee with Kiki Palmer and then when nice I saw to stumble on a movie like that lovely stumble yeah. so much so that I I obsessed over it I was obsessed over like the movie and bought it on DVD and I still have it till this day um and yeah, I, I she represented um, a young black girl that I didn't see before. Um, she represented me, and I wanted to do that f- in terms of acting. Mm-hmm. And now I feel Shuri is like a full 360 of that moment where someone else can look at Shuri. Wow, she looks kind of scary today. <laughs> look at her eyes. Uh, well. When Shuri's not in fight mode. <laughs> when she's not in fight mode and when she's having not geared that look up. like that. Yeah. <laughs> when she's not geared up to fight, um, they can look at her and say, um, wow, um, she's playing a scientist, an engineer, uh, someone who's in, into in- mm-hmm. engineering and um, maths, and I want to be like that. So hopefully that's another full 360 for someone else. Well, what was the moment where you knew you could do this? Because you went to school, right? Man, I don't, I don't, I still don't know. You still don't know. If I could do, I still, um, I guess just booking jobs, I guess. 
that gave you, that gave me a little bit of confidence like I'm on the right path like when someone would actually give me a job in acting and mm-hmm. actually pay me for it I'm like okay this is this is working out if they're paying me I must be doing yeah, something if they, right yeah if they're willing to, to to team up with me and go out and 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 be vessels for a story and and everybody's willing to have me on board then I I I think I'm doing something right but I'm still figuring it out now during the the start of your career I think you had done urban hymn yeah you decided not to do it anymore yeah what was that about <laughs> where you just look around and say know what forget it I don't it. think so yeah done yeah um I <laughs> uh it was just a difficult I was in a difficult place I was in a in a place where I wasn't really happy I, I didn't have true happiness within myself and that was following me for years and I never really stood in its face and like kind of faced it and said okay I need to deal with this and right after I promoted Urban Him in the Toronto Film Festival I came home to London and I just it was just nagging at me to really find out you know um where I can find really you know real joy real happiness real peace and I just I decided to stop acting and find out um you know my way with God and my relationship with God and then um I became a Christian and 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 I started I kind of started all over again and I thought acting would not be in alignment to being a Christian I kind of mm-hmm. couldn't put the two together um Why did you think there was something wrong with yeah, the, I thought acting? I thought I thought that it was it was difficult to do the two um I'd even speak to my pastor about it and he was like I think God knows that you're not the actual character like I just got scared that you know um I couldn't mix the two together because and I was also scared that I would go back into depression because I found I tried to find all my validation in acting and the world of acting that when I didn't get it it led me into a very dark place amongst other things too mm-hmm. personal things too but when I actually became a Christian and I found like my true happiness and my true peace um and I was praying and I was just I felt peaceful in my spirit to go back to acting then everything else that followed is 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 the result such as shuri such as these roles and so you didn't have that spiritual side before this I believed in god but I wasn't I I I kind of like used god as a genie like can you give me this can you give me that it wasn't a relationship it wasn't all the prayers that we sometimes do if we make a deal yeah, if you do this yeah, I'll do this yeah and it's kind of like and and over the years it It wasn't uh, my soul wasn't satisfied. I would literally be on set of something I just prayed for and I wouldn't be satisfied and I was like this this is wrong. Something's wrong here. And when I realized that I wasn't seeking God for for God and and the love of God and the and the and the the peace of God, I was seeking God for for material things. That's when I had to change it all up and I had to really find God for myself and the love of God and the peace of God. And when I did it all made sense. So now I have these amazing projects going on and I'm so thankful for it, mm-hmm. but I can easily sleep at night knowing that if tomorrow someone never speaks about me again, I'm fine because I'm I'm God's child. I belong to God and I'm fine, you know, and I'm happy and I have family and I have friends and people who care about me. So my happiness is not um in relation to any of it. It's 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 connected. Well, that sounds very healthy. You yeah, know, it sounds my, like a I really am, good way to I'm be just for ve- you. Yeah, I'm very peaceful. Like even when I like I get tired and stuff, my team knows I'm like, "Oh, I'm hungry, guys." And like 
That's the only thing I complain about. Being the team hungry. Says, Sorry, we don't have yeah, anything. Being to hungry feed and tired. That's the only things I really complain about. <laughs> like, like guys, where's the food? Like, please. But other than that, I am very happy, very peaceful. Have good friends, good family. I'm bringing this up because you haven't been on this show before. No. And so we're thrilled to have you. Thank you. But it ends in song, always. Oh, man. Okay. You sang in, in, in Urban In Urban Hymn. Oh, man. Um, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sing a Kendrick Lamar song because that's Excellent. easy. That's easier because I don't together. have my notes. <laughs> my, okay, cool. So there's a song that goes. Are you want to join me? I'll see if I can. Okay. Yeah. So it's easy. It just goes. We gonna be all right. We, we gonna, gonna be, be all, all right. right. Hey, we, we gonna, gonna be, be all right. That's it. That's what we we're gonna doing. be all right. <laughs> do you hear me? Do you feel me? We're gonna be all right. We gonna be all right. It's like a positive song. Like, it is I love positive. It. We're so all it just gonna be all right. Your spirit. Did you tell that to Kendrick when he was putting together the score? You know what? I have not met yet. Well, I've not met him yet, and I'm so gutted about it. Because he walked right past me as I was in L.A. doing an It was an just a walk past. Well, he soon, just, he just, yeah. there'll be a sit down. Yes. All right. So let's end with the secret handshake. Are you ready for this? I, I don't know if I can really do it without mm. your instruction. Okay. I know. So, it's right hand. Slow. Slow. Click it. Click it. And then, and then Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. And you got the left. You were perfect. Oh. I could, I'm going home now. I'm just going to have this moment with myself. <laughs> I was perfect. You're perfect. You're the one who's perfect, Letitia. Thank, Thank you. you for being on this Thank show. Thank you for having Thank me. Thank you. This was great fun. 